0: welcome back to another episode of Joe and Matt having a chat as always I'm joined by my co-host Matt Matt how are you today
1: I'm good I'm good Um forward to today it'll be different um, I'm sure our guest is going to be great to chat with today I'm sure he's going to be nice and pleasant um, and I'm sure we'll learn some new stuff so Joe do you want to, you introduce our guest today actually Joe because I normally do it you introduce him
0: We've had a good a good thing to a good thing to say a good lot of things to say about our guest actually. Uh, that's because our guest is you, Matt. Yes. You're, you're today's guest.
1: I am today's guest. Um, and at some point, I'm sure Joe will be our guest. Um, just so we can kind of so you guys can get to learn more about us because where we speak to people and we're kind of asking them questions, we thought we'd mix it up a little bit. Um, we have got more people coming on soon, um, but today is a bit of a Q and A such so you can learn more about me. And then at some point learn more about Joe.
0: I think the issue with that, Matt, is a and a implies that I have questions for you.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Not not Q&A that's prepared. Um, top of the head. But as a PT, I think we have to be quite good at making stuff up. Cause if you go in, the gym's absolutely rammed. And
0: suddenly the uh, bench press session you're going to do has to change <laughs> very quickly. Funny you say that, actually. I have said to say this twice to clients now, but I plan everything I do with them i take my hat off to pts that just make it up on the spot because mm. i don't know how they do it because every time i get to the end of the list of things that i plan to do with them or we can't get on one of the things i wanted to use i start to panic going what do i do what should i do what should i do and instead of me telling like making it up and saying it with confidence i'm like look actually we're gonna have to go off plan a little bit so just bear with me while i think it through So a fair play to people that can make it up because i don't think i could do it
1: I have, I've done it myself before, um, a good few times, mainly where, similar to like you said, if you know, okay, today's session, I want to focus on squats, we'll go through the squats, and suddenly it takes a little bit less time than you thought, and you've got half an hour session, that's taking 22 minutes, and it's, ah, less, uh, what can we do even over 8 minutes? (laughs) Um, But it's just a case of working around what you've been looking for, if you know you you focus on legs, you might just go and do a bit of foam rolling, or do some split squats, just to... Keep those moving.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we're just going to finish off the today's session with a bit of stretching. <laughs> That's or it's if you're doing an upper body session, it's. I would we'll just do some <clears> miles <throat> to finish off with. Yeah. So, if you're a client and your PT just tells you, right, we're going to do two sets of fifteen or something, or one set of thirty, know that they've run out of things to do. Yeah. which isn't a bad thing. Um, I don't think, but it's it's more of a, you know, you've
1: prepared this in your head, and it's easy to think an exercise is going to take ten minutes and then it takes seven and it's only a three minute difference but suddenly if another two exercises take two minutes less you've got nine ten minutes into the session where you're going ah hadn't quite planned this bit let's
0: just do this and you find as well that some sessions you'll fly through things with them so we did a deadlift last week and it took us about 20 minutes to get through everything all the sets and reps that we wanted to do and the next time you go to do deadlifts 10 minutes and they've done everything that you ask and you go all right we'll move on then yeah 100 percent. Um you'll have it where obviously if some clients if
1: you're doing a heavy week or a light week if it's you know we're going for a pr today so we're going to build up take our time or next week it's just three lots of 10 to 12 just get moving a bit more they might almost think the same pace is for building one rep and fly through the build up and then you go ah, okay i want you to rest for 10 minutes now before we do this this one squat
0: now but Yeah, it's a good I think a skill when a session flies by. How soon into PTing someone, is in weeks or maybe months, would you get them to do a one rep max? Um it depend it can depend obviously
1: what their goal is. If they want to get stronger, ideally you want to do it prob I I've normally try and do it within the first three weeks. So you can have a good kind of number to work towards. Whether that P B gets broken the next week because it wasn't quite their heaviest. And learning what they can do, but if it's more of a, they're just getting into fitness, then I wouldn't worry about a PB for a while. If it's if the gym's new to them, because everything they do is going to be a PB if they haven't been training before.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. It's just because I've seen certain people max out do like a one at max session, the first session, with their client. They come in brand new to doing like bench press, let's say. Right, still one at max, then see where you're at. And I think, although I like the idea because then you can see their progress from week one to say week eight, mm. something I've had to deal with in my own research is how can you justify doing a one or a max squat with people that have never been to the gym before? Yep. And you kind of have to word, no, oh, we're not going to go a hundred percent, but we're going to make them do as best they can mm. without hurting themselves. But the problem is, is you see a lot of people that don't know what they're doing and they go, right, let's just do a one or a max for the sake of it.
1: Yeah. I think it can depend on the person's experience. If they're training a lot and they're used to it, and they, you can say to them, okay, what have you done in the past? And they went, ah, for one rep I tried, 70 on bench, straight away you have a rough numbering head. But if they come a like if Susan comes to you and says, I've never trained before, I've never lifted weights, she's going to have no clue, even with form. So break down the basics and then go from there is
0: what I would normally recommend. Oh, wise words. So, as the your today's guest, yep. how did you get to where you are now?
1: um i was never really into kind of sport and fitness when i was younger i enjoyed watching football but i was more of a bit of a gamer as such Um, for those
0: that don't know who do you support
1: (laughs) sadly at the moment um we used to be a top side i think we're more of a mid table now man united um but it's i don't know stuff will change it has to um we won't be near a title for i reckon at least five or ten years um, not quite Liverpool's 30, but I think it's going to be a long process
0: Do you think it would be a bit like Arsenal where you were dominant for so long And then they kind of fell off and then there were a few seasons where they weren't even getting any European football
1: mm-hmm. And
0: now they're slowly working their way back up And they're not going to challenge this year or next year, but five no. years I think they could be up there
1: I, I think Arsenal will get fourth this year though
0: I think Spurs,
1: they, they just seem to be doing the Spurs
0: yep. like, You
1: look at them in four weeks, they go and beat City, hammer Leeds lose to Middlesbrough and then lose to Burnley. What, yeah. you know, a top, like, so it's, a, it's, just, it's just Spurs. I think yep. it's one of those. Um, I think Arsenal will get fourth and then the title, it's, it, could, it could be, you can't call it. You don't really want either to win it, do you? It's, it's a horrible, it's a lose-lose situation. I think I would actually rather City um, only because i kind of sadly used to seeing them win trophies.
0: Liverpool, they're just a bit annoying. I guess it's hard as a United fan because you're watching your own team not do very well and then you're seeing your two worst rivals do really well Absolutely at the same much, time. Yeah,
1: and they could, they could both easily go and, I'm sure they're both in the FA Cup still, but they could both easily go and change for Europe, so it's...
0: Uh, yeah, but I'd like to add Saints are still in the FA Cup.
1: They are, um, they're still so... in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Got Man City next. <laughs>
1: I was, okay, so yeah, yeah. let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: when this comes out, we won't have played yet, so I'm still hopeful.
1: So he would have qualified um, at some point. <laughs>
0: okay, so you're never a big fan of taking part in sport, but watching sport.
1: No, I was. I, I, I never really was, and even it wasn't till it wasn't until I kind of went to college. To be honest, um, I, I, I enjoyed the idea. Of, didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. Knew I enjoyed sport. Not really. I enjoyed kind of doing it but I was never quite good that I'd be doing this sport that. it was just I was an average all-rounder really um enjoyed it at college did sport at level one um and then did level two which where I met you and then at the same time they said try try the fitness, in, fitness instructor level one course as just something on the side and I was like oh okay yeah get, you know why not um did it really enjoyed it and from as I, as I started out I started riding to college because I was getting the bus every day so even then the act of just being more active and riding got healthier lost a bit of weight felt more confident um started using the gym more mainly it was mainly chest most days um but again I was still learning because everyone has to learn some way did my level one <clears throat> then did my level two So I enjoyed my level one then I got a job at the place I still work at now, just doing like a part-time shift, um, just to kind of get on the gym floor, thinking, you know, it's quite fun. Never really thought again I'd be full-time, and then just chucked myself in the deep end. Went all kind of personal training work at David Lloyd, did my level three, and I'm here where I am now.
0: And what is it that you enjoy about the gym side of things?
1: I think it's just the environment, like if someone someone can walk in the, gym, the club having a crap morning or a crap afternoon, whatever time it is, but they'll most likely leave with a smile on their face, whether it's because they've just come in and got themselves moving or, you know, after a session, a client simply saying, oh, I enjoyed today. Knowing you can, knowing I'm helping people and we get paid for it, it's, it's just like a little hobby. Like I love doing my one-to-ones. Um, I'm very fortunate where my client base are very good and they do listen so I don't have to kind of you know say I'll oh, try this try this and constantly be kind of on their back when I say something they do try it um, but yeah everyone I work with is all nice they're all good bubbly characters and easy to get along with
0: very nice <laughs> yeah. so I think it definitely helps that you enjoy the job that you do and I definitely know it's the same for me and it's probably the same for you as well but it doesn't really feel like work. No. Um, and I know a lot of YouTubers make comments about they're scamming a living. And obviously they're making significantly much more money than we are. And I'm not, not going to say we are scamming a living, but you are getting paid to do something which... Uh, am I allowed to say it's easy?
1: Mm.
0: It, can, it can be easy. It can be. Um, it's stressful. It's not... For people listening, it is a stressful job. Oh, well, it yeah, can the, be. The stress and kind of... Even something simple as.
1: Like for today, I've already had two clients, I've trained, we're recording this now, and then I've got three clients tonight. It's not a nine-to-five job. It could be if you were very fortunate in your client base, but people that work the nine-to-five job are then going to train in the evening. So you can, not You you can, I guess, just say no, but you might run out of clients. Yeah. Um, it's more the time that's the kind of stressful part. That's your job itself. You know, you're there to help people it's people are only going to be nice about it you're not going to get a client that's arty at you because they're asking you're asking them to do this and that because they know you've got your best interests for them
0: yeah i think as well i actually pretty say i do have clients that they don't get arty on purpose but they they complain a little bit and i think as a pt you kind of have to have a bit of a thick skin Mm. to it because i've been called some quite funny names actually (laughs) and it kind of just i don't take it personally no. because right, right, we're going to do 10 calories on the skier and then you're going to do a 10 ball slams and then a 30 second plank I don't really want to do that Matt doesn't want to do that they certainly don't want to do that no. so they might say something which is a little bit rude towards you well, you, don't, you don't take it personally do no. you because you... you appreciate that what you're doing they appreciate what you're doing for them yeah and you
1: know it's a joke most of the time It's not. they're, they're not saying it to be malicious or kind of aggressive it's literally just thinking of Oh, you, <laughs> and they'll still do it. They, they, you know, I've had clients who, if I say a certain exercise or a certain piece of equipment, they kind of look at me as if I've just, you know, sworn of them. But it, you know, but then at the same time, when you come to an exercise and they really enjoy it, or they get their PB and they're chuffed, and you see a big smile on their face, suddenly then they realise they realise ah, doing that stuff has helped this, and it is worth it. Um, it's all a learning curve for client and PT.
0: So what is it that you enjoy about the job?
1: Um, it's hard to choose kind of one thing in particular. I enjoy, obviously, the helping people, knowing that I'm making a difference, whether it's because someone is physically, they might be losing weight or they're getting leaner or even just confidence. For someone that may never go into the gym on their own, if you then know in four weeks' time after training they're going in twice a week on their own, that's a massive confidence boost. So it's that mental side as well. Physically, you can make changes, but if they feel more confident within the body as well, you know, that's huge, I think. Plus, you can have a bit of banter with some clients. You know, if they're, if they're frustrating, you can say, oh, we were going to do 10, you're now going to do 12. Um, so you can have a laugh in that sense as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it definitely helps having a, a purpose with what you're doing because you, you enjoy it. right? You're making a positive impact on people's lives. And you can always put your head on the pillow at the end of the night, knowing that you're making a difference in those people's lives. Yeah. So you've been 100%. doing personal training for how many years now? Um, I've been peeing
1: for, for, well for about three and a half years. Um, three and a half four years. Three and a half years. Obviously, lockdowns and all that—that that kind of has taken a big chunk of it out. Um, because when I went full, when I went kind of into this job full time. It was the <clears throat> it was in the October two thousand nineteen, which meant I had a solid, you know, three months, which I was doing really well, all clients smashing it, and then obviously then lockdown hit, which didn't help. Um I've definitely picked some back up but yeah, you learn a lot. You learn a lot more in the jump the jump the kind of the gym floor than you do being like the level three qualification can be naff. Parts of it you read and you go yeah, okay. What? Well, I don't really need to know that.
0: Did we do ours at the same time? Yeah,
1: I think it would have been. Yeah, we did it. Obviously, different. Um, because mine, I did mine
0: through work. Oh, so we didn't do it. You didn't do it with Bridget, no? No. I see. Because hers was quite good. Mm. Parts of it were. Sorry, Bridget. Yeah.
1: So, so and, well, parts of it were good for me, but some of the stuff I was just like, really? No, didn't you know? Do I need to know that? Um, but you definitely learn more just from being on the gym floor. I'm sure you the same. Whether yeah. it's learning how to speak, even how to speak to people. You don't want to sound like a robot. You want to have a bit of a bit of a laugh and a bit of kind of humour behind it. Or when you are picking up a client, the first few clients you take, and I know myself, it was probably the most awkward like thing ever of even just saying the cost when you haven't you know take your first few clients on, telling them it's this much. You almost feel kind of almost nervous you know you're going to produce a good product but the thing of oh yeah it's cost as much here's the number let's kind of chat and work out times it can be a little bit nerve-wracking but if you're trying then you're worth every penny
0: yeah well I guess it's daunting for the for the client it's really a bit daunting for us as well mm. it's daunting for you and then I was definitely on starting out because it's meeting people that you don't know and they don't teach you on the PT course how to talk to people no I think that would have been really useful
1: it's when you do your kind of level three you get the expectation that you're going to stand on the gym floor in the middle of the room and you're going to get 20 people walking up to you one at a time asking for a number and asking to see if you to be a client it, you know you could have your client that literally whether it's a referral or just sees you PTing someone but there is a bit of kind of graph behind it in terms of you might almost drop the idea in someone's head about one to one, and then when you see them, you might say, "Ah, oh, I'd recommend trying this." Try give them advice as if you would. You're know, you help them because you are generally helping them you know, tweak bits, and after a while, they might think, "Ah, oh, maybe I needed a bit more," and then you speak about one to one. So there is a bit of kind of having almost things in the pipeline, whether it's a potential client or just speaking to a current client about their other half needing help it's there is kind of tactics behind it but if to help people in the end of the day we get
0: paid for it luckily, which is a bonus i think it's getting that fine balance and i think we probably both had to learn the hard way where you are helping people Mm -hmm. they are paying you for your help you then feel like you know should i be getting this money because of the work i'm doing but then you always remember you're running the business yeah. a tattoo artist is very strict on how they do it I wouldn't know but so I've been told they're quite strict on how they do if you book a haircut you show up at that time and you kind of go by what the hairdresser's rules are Yeah. but because it's personal training it's a bit more personal you can sometimes get walked over Yeah. or taken people just take the piss sometimes I'm quite fortunate that not so much now and I think the club that you're at probably there's not a lot of that no um,
1: no no so it's I think with personal trainers nowadays, as well, it's you need to see it as you're helping people. And if a client turns around and says to you, "I want to do four sessions a week," you could in your head go, "Brilliant, that's four, you know, four or three extra sessions. You know, the money's coming in." But then it's also knowing in your head, do they actually need those sessions? Because it's easy to say yes to it, but you might think in your head, they can easily just do two with me. Because they're coming in twice a week now. They don't really need to actually have, you know, they need to have a bit of confidence to do it themselves as well. Whether they do an exercise and they don't feel comfortable and then your next session you speak about it. But I think being able to drop a client or say no to them wanting to do more shows a good PT as well. Um, it can mean you earn less, but then if you're just doing it for the money, you, you're doing the wrong job. So if you look at it thinking, okay, I've got 20 clients this week and you just look at the numbers instead of looking at these 20 individuals who are giving you your money and their time and they're going to help make change, there's different ways to look at it. Um, so, yeah, I'm always kind of against the idea of needing a PC forever. It's, it's good to have, you know, constant maybe once every week or but if you, you know, if you never go to the gym on your own and you have four sessions a week, it might be worth maybe kind of sitting back and uh looking at what your pt is actually
0: offering you To be honest, i think most people aren't stupid some people definitely are stupid mm. but a lot of people aren't you can tell the ones that are in it for the money or sometimes it takes you to speak to another pt to realize that actually it's not meant to be like this yeah. i've had a few clients who come from a different pt and they've then suddenly realized oh it's not meant to be how it was with him actually it's not all about it. because this, this guy was all about the money yeah And that's all he really cared about. And it was obvious. He was wearing nice watches, drove a nice car, but was always chasing the payment. I always make a joke. I'm not worried. If you don't pay me this week, it's not the end of the world. I'll still be able to eat. I'll I'll be able to go about my day-to-day life as normal. Don't worry if you're not paying me for the session yet. It's fine. Um, Obviously, they they feel bad, and that's fine if they do, but it's almost reassuring that I'm not not in it for the money. I'm here to help the individual. It's just nice to get paid as well, right?
1: Yeah, it's definitely one of those, but... I if mean, if you do again if you if you are listening and you have a bus trainer. I
0: would always then just think
1: to yourself what, what are they offering you and what kind of are they bringing into your life because whether you see them for an hour a week and you might see them around the gym that hour needs to be worth it in your head in terms of you've seen some sort of progress or you're just learning you might spend 45 minutes going through your diet going through technique of three exercises you might not really get hot and sweaty but that hour could be that could set you up for the next four or five weeks i'm in your own training so how you look at what you do at the time as well is
0: important i think as well it's important to know what you want from the personal trainer so yeah. what, what are they offer you but also what do you want because i've said to someone yesterday who's going to start next month they I said to them, like in a way my job is to get you in teach you everything you need to know and then you go do it by yourself Mm-hmm. that's that, that's the ideal one but i've also got some clients that have stayed with me for a number of years and sometimes i think you know you shouldn't need me to be here no. but if they've not got that person to report to once a week then they're yeah, not yeah. going to go so if i see this person on wednesday then he's listening he'll know who he is if he doesn't see me on that wednesday is he then going to train himself on friday mm-hmm. is he then going to do his swimming throughout the week he's then going to go to his gym session because he's got no one to report to it's
1: keeping you accountable i think it's good to have that person whether it's family friend even yourself and you almost do like a checklist or having your pt it it does help um and i'd always recommend if you're not 100% in the gym what you're doing to get help um whether it's just a short term or a long term or you just come in you've had a crap day you don't want to think about it you want someone to literally just make you sweat so you kind of can take the stress out because it can be that as well um i have a, i have a clients who don't really care about the technique as much and they just want to get as warm as possible pretty much and just a bit of stress relief because it's that mental side yeah. as well or even just have someone to talk to
0: yeah but you're like uh, okay their your own personal therapist yeah 100%. so you've gone from not really enjoying or not really enjoying participating in sport mm-hmm. to enjoying participating in sport to actually helping others be better at sport or yeah. improve their health fitness and well-being what's next for Matt Burke um keep what I'm
1: doing to be honest um I'm always learning more and more um my client base on I've got now is pretty much my limit I'm happy with it it's, it's having that balance that kind of work-life balance is key as well so I probably could say I'll take on another five, six clients. But if I then get no time with the missus or I don't get to see my friends, it's only going to put me in a bad mood and then suddenly work might take a bit of a toll and it just fit that you know, spiral out of control. So keep doing what I'm doing with clients. Um, the, the aim goal, and I'd quite like to one day actually own my own gym, whether it's with myself or others. That's kind of, for me, the kind of... The, not the final goal, because there is no end, but something I'd love to work towards. But that's probably a little, little while down the line. What is it about owning your own gym that stands out to you? I think, I think it's knowing kind of people are coming in and you're helping them and you can make a real change. Nothing wrong with working for a gym, because the stress is a lot less. Because you can report something, you can almost sit back and someone comes in and fixes that on this. But... I like the, the challenge of it as well it'd be quite cool um, and obviously doing it with other people who are in similar industry can help because you can learn from others and you bring different aspects but yeah plus it, it'd just be quite cool to stay in a gym
0: <laughs> simple yeah.
1: as that that's pair gym membership which yeah,
0: exactly. even better simple as that um, but yeah I guess it's it's having the something that's your own it's something to work towards yeah. i guess it's being a personal trainer for a number of years building up enough money to then start your own facility and then run your facility from there and it depends what what you want to do from there is it you want to help more people is it a facility to run your client base out who knows mm. but it's just having something that's your own and something a bit more than just your own business it's a, a bigger business
1: yeah and then you can Look at getting PTs in and then always help them. So it can be a bit of a kind of a bit of a big circle in the end of the day because you can then look at only a gym getting PTs in, help them with their PT, and then it only helps your membership. So you can kind of yeah, it's one of those where you can then help PTs to help people if you then don't do as many clients
0: yourself. Yes, you could be help. You're helping PTs become P, better PTs yeah. in return. They then help you become a better owner and you can
1: learn from it yeah of course but yeah that's the uh, that's the goal that's i'd like to say within the next five or ten years could be a could be kind of realistic and achievable it just takes time and it's learning as well it's kind of giving myself more years for the one-to-one to you know again build more on a brand and
0: stuff like that okay i've got two final questions for you matt go for it firstly it's one that we ask all of our guests and i've not bothered going back through to see if i've already asked you this and it's not the one about chocolate in the fridge what do you think or what advice do you, you think matt five years in the future would give to you now
1: um it will probably be that well i i'd love to say it was that you made the right decision in terms of taking time and then eventually looking at opening the gym um it'd be quite cool if i could almost give a heads up and say you will do it you will do well and you'll help this many people and you'll enjoy it as well and you'll make memories and new friends or stuff like that at the same time to us
0: yeah good answer and a final question before we wrap up are you happy?
1: yeah yeah you'll have good days you'll have bad days there's nothing wrong with being a bit miserable or feeling a bit fed up because you could have one bad day for a week but the rest of the week shows what you're doing you could have one day where you might not sleep great the night before stuff just doesn't seem to be going your way but then you know you sleep and the next day you sleep great you do this you do that and you feel better for it so everyone will have good days and bad days um i know especially during lockdown that was a massive test um but we got out of it so again that proves that you know put life on hold a little bit but it will always be right in the end just have the right family and friends around you you'll be good
0: very well said matt thank you for your time that's all right thank you for having me on (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanks thanks for taking part that's all right and well i'll see you in the next one we'll see you soon thanks for listening everyone goodbye